0: I'm Carrie Miller. We have taken talking volumes on the road to the Rochester Mayo Civic Center and uh, it's really good to be here and we're here with Drew Brockington. Welcome.
1: Thank you. Yeah, good to have you here. <laughs> Very excited.
0: So, we are going to blast off into outer space with some ingenious and adventurous kittens. And I'm thinking about what we're going to need for that, Drew. I think we're going to need some baking soda.
1: Okay. Yes. Check.
0: Are we going to need some vinegar?
1: Need some vinegar. Check.
0: Are we going to need tape?
1: Lots of tape. Okay.
0: Check. Are we going to need pencils?
1: At least three.
0: Check. <laughs> Why three?
1: Because you have to make a tripod. You have to use these pencils to at least make a tripod. Because okay. I think I think I know your last uh, two items.
0: Okay. Well, yeah. What else do we need?
1: Uh, a, a, like a two-liter soda bottle. Okay. And a cork. A cork? A cork. Hmm. Oh, and some paper towel. Three items.
0: Okay. And then we've got our rocket ship?
1: We can make a rocket ship.
0: All right. We're going to talk about that in a minute. Okay. Uh, Drew Brockington has created the Waffles and Pancakes series. Two very hungry cats who want to fly a rocket ship to other planets. His newest Catstronauts adventure book is called Waffles and Pancake. Failure to Launch, please welcome Drew to Rochester with a hearty round of applause. Thank you. (laughs) So we're meeting waffles and pancakes, a brother and sister, before they are full-fledged astronauts, right?
1: Yes, so this is, it's technically Waffles and Pancake is a prequel to the Astronaut series. Um, the Astronaut series is about uh, cat astronauts doing things, yes, yeah. and they do, do, yeah, they yes. do things that cats cannot. Right. Um, so yeah. this is a kitten adventure about when Catstronaut Waffles was a kitten, and then just all the little adventures that uh, happens to waffles and his sister pancake that inspired them to want to become astronauts.
0: So you went back into their the deep backstory, yes. of these kittens to say how did this happen? Yes, and and what did you come up with?
1: And uh, it started that deep backstory starts when they're about uh, well they're kittens. So I was I was almost going to put an actual age on them, but um, in this world. Cats are only uh, two. There's only uh, three uh, types of ages. There's kitten, cat, and old cat. Okay. So these cats are kittens. <laughs> so they're uh-huh. kittens years old. Um, and then it it starts with them going to a museum and seeing the you know the science museum and and experiencing the planetarium for the first time, learning about constellations and uh, them just learning about space. Uh, and then it follows the kittens uh, on an airplane for the first time yeah. where they actually experience flight and they get to learn about uh, you know the principles of flight and how an airplane stays up. And then that spurs them into this adventure where they're going to watch a space shuttle launch
0: Cool. And, they get to uh, go to Cape Cat Cape
1: Cat Navarrell. Yeah.
0: yeah. So, okay, so you were looking for, you felt like there was more of the story to tell about their motivation. Like, who are these kittens and why have they ended up in space? Yes. Is that right?
1: Yeah, that, that was the, the idea behind it. But then also, like, um, answering that question that every kid gets asked, you know, what do you want to be when you grow yeah. up? And how do you how do you even start thinking about that? Um, and for me, when I was in fourth grade, we had a there was a speech contest at school about what you want to be when you grow up. Fourth grade, yeah. Okay, and that was the first time I really sat down to think about like what do I want to do because I wanted to enter the speech contest. And I was like, I think I wanna be a pilot. And then all of a sudden I wanted to be a pilot so bad.
0: You mean as soon as you said it, as soon it as was I like said now it. it's real. Now I realized now it. I really wanna
1: yeah, be a pilot. I had been on like two planes in my life. I loved it. We would go to the you know, the the air show. Uh, a couple times and just like seeing the giant machines that planes were Mm -hmm. um, like at the science and industry museum in Chicago. And, you know, they have openings of like what a turbine looks like and just being like that. It looks so cool to like fourth grade drew. I was like, (laughs) this is awesome. Uh So then I wrote a speech about wanting to be a pilot. And then that year I, I was Looking into like, how do I become a pilot? Where do I need to go? What do I do? And then they told me that... Or I learned that you needed 20-20 vision back then. I was then. just going to ask. Yeah. <laughs>
0: I'm looking at your face and you're wearing glasses. I'm very
1: much a glasses kid. Do you think that's kid.
0: fair that you need 2020 vision? I don't. I don't
1: think it's... I mean, this, what the heck? I think they've changed their regulations because oh, I yeah? have seen pilots with glasses. I have too. Yeah. Yeah. So it might have been like a 1990s rule. Yeah. But... Um, no fair.
0: Were you crushed? Was your dream I was crushed.
1: crushed. But fortunately for me, I pivoted that next year, fifth grade... My speech was, I want to be a cartoonist. So I pivoted to... Are you kidding? This goes
0: back to fifth grade? Kid you not. This is real?
1: Yeah, fifth grade. I was like, well, my backup, I guess, is drawing. And here we are. Not
0: a bad backup. So at beginning in fifth grade, you have really been focused on...
1: Yeah, laser focused on uh, comics. Wow! Um, I would, my friends and I would draw characters. We would uh, make our own comics, and then we'd go act out the stories on the at recess. You know, uh, I bet so, you guys
0: were the most popular guys <laughs> in. <this world.
1: laughs> That's a, who
0: doesn't love somebody acting out their own weird little characters. Yeah,
1: their own comic book, especially right? when you have names like I'm Kid Kicker, <laughs> I'm Flamer. You know, and it's. Yeah, it's real. <laughs> it gets real fun.
0: All right, I, I'm curious about how you thought about what the personalities of the kittens would be, because if you're going back into their, you know, their history, mm-hmm. we're also seeing their personalities, their different characteristics develop. So I I want to know how you thought about that.
1: Yeah, and that was, uh, you know, taking of okay, who is Castronaut waffles. Going to become, yeah, and and really stepping back and uh, and so catching out waffles is a pilot who's up for anything and um and also has to be on his a game at all times. So he is constantly eating mostly tuna fish to keep his energy levels up, yeah, because uh, he doesn't want to crash figuratively and literally. Um, so I was like, okay, where does that begin? And I, as, as me as a kid, my dad would say, you know, like, oh, it's been two hours. You better have a snack, you know? <laughs> so he was a big encourager of, like, keep those, you know, run around the house. You need something to do. Just Constant run, yeah.
0: grazing. Constant, constant grazing okay. and constant
1: movement, too. Wow. Just, like, you've been, st- like... Like you look bored, why don't you do a couple laps around the house and I was like, okay, let's do it um,
0: okay.
1: so that was that was figured in um, but then also when I was I was writing the books about these kids um, just starting their you know having these little family adventures going to museums going to stuff and then like com- kids you mean kittens kittens yeah. yes um, wow yeah good yeah. check yeah uh-huh. um, but for me it was very convenient because I had kids the same age at home of these kids. And they're here. And they're I here. Uh, they're not
0: listening to you at all. They are, they're drawing.
1: Yeah. Um they've heard
0: all this before. Yeah.
1: They're cute. My kids, nice. Simon and Marcy, are uh were a huge help in like figuring out just how two kittens talk to each other. Um like really? in, in kids speak. Oh yeah. Like all their little, you know, like, I'm totally that dad just kind of quietly pretending to work or hang out at the table. And like, but, you know, 100% of me is listening in <laughs> on what yeah. they're playing or what kind of adventure they're having together. Um, and, and this one, in this book in particular, where they, like, they're like, let's build a rocket. Let's do this. Let's yeah. do that. And it's always like, I, I love this about kid plays. It's always, it always builds off of each other. It's always yes anding everything. Um, you know they're they're improvising before they know what improv yeah. comedy is. Yeah, and I, I love that just about like l- listening to kids play and how it starts as like let's build a rocket and then it ends up as like we went to the moon and it was made of cheese and we needed to melt it so we <laughs> flew to the sun and then we melted the cheese and like it, these stories just grow right crazily on right. their own uh, on their own merit just because it's two kids.
0: Um, uh, back to the personalities. Yes. So you gave us the characteristics of waffles. I think right. Yes.
1: What about pancake? So pancake is the the f- like sometimes she is the foil to waffles, um, but but also she encourages him.
0: She's an enabler. Yeah. Kind she's of. an enabler. Yeah, right? um, and it's like w- whatever he wants to do, she thinks is great.
1: Yes. Sort of. Hands down. Yeah. Or pause down. Yeah. Um, <laughs> And, uh, and they, like, they really are, they're, they're BFFs. Um, they have the best sibling relationship. Anybody
0: and, ever saw. Yeah. Cause anybody who's got a brother knows, I don't know. Yeah. Is this real? Yeah. Were you that close to your siblings? Uh,
1: I have two brothers, and we were, like, when we were young, we were very, I mean, we're close now, but we live on different sides of the country. Mm -hmm. But, you know, when we were in the same house, we were super tight all the time. Really? Yeah. That's great. And to the point where, uh, I I mean, I'm probably when they went, because I'm the youngest, so they were in high school, so Mm -hmm. I I was the burden where they would have to pick me up after school and... Or drop me Take off. Take you along yeah. on stuff. Yeah.
0: yeah. Okay. Enabler, foil, yes. and what else? What um, else about the characteristics of
1: teammate is uh, a lot of like like buddy? Uh, yeah. Just in the fact that there is, um, you know, a couple times they get and one of the one of the stories when they're in the museum they get lost and uh, you know despite having different views on what they should do when they're lost or how it feels to be lost, uh, they're still, you know, going to not leave the other person. They're going to support the other person. They're going to be that buddy. And for me, in this kitten series and also in the Castronauts, this idea of team and and just family, uh, if you want to expand on team, is like such a huge core element Mm -hmm. to always have that. The back of someone or, you know, Got, that's
0: important to you, for sure. Y- you think yeah. that's a kind of a principle that you've. Uh,
1: yes, like, like I, uh, if I am able to teach my kids one thing, it's to uh, hopefully it's to help support their friends and their their family.
0: Should we ask them if they believe that? No, but... <laughs> <laughs> they're in their, their... How, good, how yeah. well you're doing with that? Yeah. <laughs> uh, I have a question about: Is waffles an orange tabby cat?
1: Ah, uh, that is, well, wow, hmm, maybe? No, I don't know. What? It's a, I would say, I would yes, describe... Yes, maybe, no. I would describe waffles, I'm thinking about it, and the more I think about it, waffles, I always described as a stripey cat.
0: As a what? As yeah, just he's a got stri- that's right, yeah. he's got stripes on his head, but...
1: But I don't know if I want to get into the specifics of, of putting a very, like name on why? that why why um orange tabby cats are cool yeah but there's i mean i don't want to get in the garfield you know they got the garfield oh, world and i yeah. don't want to you know cross those paths garfield um were you a
0: garfield fan i was
1: a huge garfield fan what'd
0: you like about him
1: uh, uh he likes lasagna <laughs> i guess now that i'm saying that subconsciously there is the fact that these kittens eat tuna fish, so there is less like Garfield's uncontrollable urge to eat lasagna <laughs> is reflected in these waffles and pancake being able just to pound tuna fish like right. no problem. So he was yeah.
0: kind of a smart aleck, wasn't yes. Garfield?
1: Garfield was a very smart aleck. Yeah. Way more than his owner, John. That's right. Yeah, he was always he was always putting John in his place.
0: That's right. But these kittens don't I mean, I wouldn't say that they really no, they check each those, other.
1: Those. Yeah, they'll, they'll, they'll check each other. Um, like when Pancake is the foil to waffles, she'll be like, we, we shouldn't do that. Or, you know, like, I don't know. That, is that a good idea? Yeah, okay, let's do it, you know. <laughs> she, but there's always that, that little bit of like, should we? Yeah, okay, let's do it.
0: So Pancake has, is a white cat, I think. So Pancake is, stripes?
1: she is a t- uh, tan or like light brown cat with, okay. with black stripes and Waffles is a cream or, or white cat with black stripes. Okay.
0: So, but, but they're not tabby cats.
1: Uh, no, they're just kittens. <laughs>
0: <laughs> they have square heads, Drew. They do. Why?
1: Oh, because well actually if you look at the whole body of the cat of the kitten. Yes. It is the shape of a potato. And when I Why? when I draw when I draw these characters, that's the first thing I think of is where am I going to put my cats in the page? I start drawing potatoes, little potato shapes all over the page. I, I
0: don't get. It. Wait a minute. In what way are they like potatoes? Like because they, they look really just square headed.
1: Yeah, the square headed, but the whole body is like a potato or a jelly bean, that kind of like lumpy oval shape. Yeah. And so when I uh, when I started drawing these characters, that was like my, my warm-up, was just kind of drawing the shape, and then I added little Dorito chips on top, and added some noodles for arms and legs, and all <laughs> of a sudden I have a cat. <laughs> and I'm like, this is
0: great. Do you remember the first time you drew the... I do. Okay, what was that like?
1: It was, I was uh, dueling in a sketchbook, I was trying to draw something new every day, and I drew this kitty in a space suit, eating a bag of kitty treats, through their helmet, which is mind-boggling. Like, how do you? Do I know. You, how do you do yeah, that? Yeah. Do you reach up through? Right. And pop, Or do you, I don't know. Um, but it, I I drew it and I looked at it and I loved it and then I immediately drew a different cat in a different spacesuit mm-hmm. and it was just one of these characters that I you know when I sit down to draw or sketch or doodle I would you know I, 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 at some point I just draw a little astronaut and then eventually I was drawing them so much I was like. I shouldn't do a story with these or make a little, little comic or something like that.
0: Were I mean, were they, were their heads, the shape that they are now, were yes. they as square from that, the very beginning, From the
1: very beginning. They've always been that like potato. And then, yeah, if you just look at that head, it's the top third of a potato. This is good homework. If you have a potato, go home, get a potato and just, just uh, add some little Doritos on top and see if it looks like a cat. <laughs> Hopefully it will. Many- I don't think
0: they look like potatoes, but okay. okay. But I take your word for that. Kids
1: are 100% with me. Are they? Yeah. When that I'm like, like, draw potatoes? a potato, they're like, oh, yeah, really? cool. Yeah. Huh. And then somebody's usually like, I love potatoes. And I was like, I love cats. Right. And then, yeah.
0: So they they were born basically in a
1: space suit. They were born, and the, in, yeah.
0: And that was inevitable because you loved space camp.
1: Yes, is that is that why? Uh, well, I love as a kid. I love space. Yeah, um, and my uh, my brother got to go to space camp as a kid, but I got to go to space camp as an adult. Right. Um. So I I, I kind of live like, curiously through him. When, yeah. When he got. Do you to remember
0: go. what he said about it when he came back from space camp?
1: He said it was uh, like he came back and he was wearing because if you go to space camp, you can get a flight suit. And so he had his flight suit on when he got off the plane. I think he did. Or he put it on at home. But I saw him in that flight suit and I was like, that is so
0: cool. How come you didn't get to go?
1: Uh, He had a, he sold lemonade all summer and earned <laughs> enough that really? he could go himself. Yeah, really? and I did not. Is
0: this guy running NASA now, or what, he what is, is it? actually? No, he, yeah. well, he's not
1: at NASA, but he is uh, an electrical engineer. He's done contract work with NASA, and now he's working for the Department of Energy on wow, uh, yeah, on big projects. Okay, so,
0: so you go to space camp yes. as an adult. Yes. How how old were you when you got your shot?
1: I was. 30 years old, 31?
0: Were there other 31-year-olds there? And
1: older and younger? Really? Yeah. Um everybody in our group cuz we were we we're the adult group. Everybody in our group was uh you know anywhere between mid 20s to like 60 something. So, yeah, there's people that were retired there. There was people that worked in sciences. There's uh my what am I? Man, I forget his name, but he was he was a guy who's like, everyone was telling why they're there, and he's like, I just like NASA and he lived in <laughs> Alabama doesn't? and he would drive out to the rocket center and, <laughs> and he was like, man, I saw you could come in as own all, And I just wanted to go. So, <laughs> so
0: what'd you do? What was the best thing you did at space camp?
1: Uh, one of the, well, the the simulators are so cool because they're, they have like life size space shuttle simulators and then wow. um, they have a international space station simulator and My job was to swap out an oxygen tank on it. So I actually put on a spacesuit and then they put me on a hoist and rose me up like 40 feet in the air. Oh. And then I was dangling for about 30 minutes as I worked with, um, the, like people are also in mission control and they're giving you instructions like step by step. Seriously, yeah. This
0: is as if you're on a spacewalk.
1: So yeah. And they're so talking
0: you through it. They're
1: talking you through step by step instructions on how to, how to swap out this oxygen tank. And that wow. was, that was amazing. Uh, and then the other icing on the cake is it's space camps connected to the Houston Rocket Center, um, and they have an entire Saturn V rocket in there, and it's all broken out into stages so you can see each booster mm-hmm. for the rocket. And we had a tour that was given by the engineer who designed the um, the flight computer in the Saturn V rocket. Wow! And, but this was an analog computer. So it's not it's like pre-digital stuff. Oh, so wow. it was yeah, yeah. mind boggling how that was put together. And he was, you know, he's sharing all these astronaut stories and and I'm just like, I should have brought my notebook. And I then know. as soon as we got done, I went back and like scribbled down as much as I could. Has remember. it
0: has some of that stuff ended up in the books?
1: Yeah, some of it has. Uh, and some of it is, like, stored away for, like, okay, if we're ever in this situation when someone's running around, then I can, like, use that <laughs> as a, you know.
0: So had you drawn waffles and pancake before you went to space camp?
1: So when I I signed up for space camp, like, pretty much the same month that I found out that Castronauts was going to be made into a book. Okay. Um, so I had drawn, at this point, the only thing I had drawn was a 12-page story of the astronauts. I,
0: I just wondered how they might have changed once you went to space camp.
1: The, the, the backgrounds changed dramatically. The
0: backgrounds, situations they're in? To, or? No,
1: just the, the design of the artwork, because I got a lot of, at space camp, like you got to sit in the seats behind the space shuttle. You got to sit in a capsule um, you know, they have all these different simulators. So you actually get that firsthand experience of just like how many steps and switches and gauges you have to keep track of. And um, and for me, in drawing those things, especially in the Castronaut series, is I, I try to keep, um, keep a truth to all the technology that they're using. That yeah, I wondered about that. It's all NASA uh, technology. Um, and some of it gets a little theoretical in some of them, but even those are based off of prototypes of things that they 're developing or things that we 're we're trying to put out um, in the world
0: so so in the, uh, there isn 't a mission con- i don 't think there 's a mission control in this
1: not one. in this one but the but the space shuttle launch and failure to launch, yeah, yeah all of that one? is like me looking at a lot of detailed references of really? how the the launch pad is you know how does the space shuttle move down to the launch pad what is it you know all the the connections and everything because it's fueling the the boosters and it's mm-hmm. cooling the boosters and the astronauts have a green room in that tower and so what is that related and what hoses and what things will you know retract for launch so all of that I like to keep based in in uh, reality.
0: So if we see Mission Control in the books, that's what Mission Control Mission Control looks like.
1: in the books is based off of the Apollo Mission Control, ah, okay. which has uh, a few banks of computers. I think I put an aisle down the middle, and then that screen. Uh, and I might have taken some liberty by adding some bonuses, bonus screens to the side. So I, I, one of the things I love to do is, like, sneak in little background jokes.
0: <laughs> like what? So, Give me an like, example. in
1: Mission Control, you have the um, progress of the Castronaut's journey to the moon. And then on one of the side screens is, like, somebody's playing Pac-Man or Catman or or Mario or something like that. Or they're doing, <laughs> like, a, a, a crossword puzzle or something. So... Um, just something that if you if you're reading reading this graphic novel, um, you know I want your eye to kind of like follow look around and, and find these little hidden details right. and these little jokes everywhere
0: a couple questions about you as a kid. did you have a cat growing I, up
1: i didn't I'm allergic to cats <laughs> so <What>? yeah
0: <laughs> Scary. this is not something I knew about you yeah you're alert, so what happens when you're when you're uh, near a cat
1: I get all uh, you know you get the old puffy eyes and and can't really breathe and have to leave the room or sleep with the window open
0: and you've had those allergies since you were a kid?:
1: Yeah, I would get allergy shots once a week, and oh. my, my dad would get them too, and he would call it Dad and Lad time <laughs> so every Saturday morning it was dad and Lad time, and we'd get our allergy <laughs> shots. Um, and we had to get them too because my grandma had cats. So this is where I got my, my okay, cat experience. Okay, that's what I wondered. Yeah, yeah. We would we would uh, play at her house, and she had like five or six cats. They're inside outside cats, and they were just like we'd chase them around the woods, or we'd be hanging out inside, and one would just kind of like walk behind <laughs> you and you know just walk all over you and everything so yeah did
0: they like being chased through the woods i you know no the,
1: i mean we love chasing them yeah, i cats don't know if they don't like usually to...
0: love to be chased <laughs> yeah. and do right mm. and so you you also mentioned graphic novels and i'm curious about what was i don't remember so many graphic novels when i was you know becoming a reader yeah what was out there for you
1: uh, when I was becoming a yeah, reader, yeah,
0: yeah, uh, and, and an artist,
1: yeah, oh yeah. Uh, well, I read a lot of comics as a kid. Okay, um, and I guess like the they they would be called graphic novels now, but when I was early reader they were just comics but uh, I read a lot of Tintin Mm -hmm. um, and a lot of You should
0: explain what Tintin is because I'm not sure everybody
1: knows So Tintin is a comic uh, done in the man when was it done in the 80s or the 70s and it's a French comic but it's about a French reporter who always ends up in the middle of a mystery and has friends with these uh, detective twins called the Thompsons that kind of look like Charlie Chaplin, and they like trip all over each other all the time. And also has a best friend who's a, a ship captain. Mm-hmm. And then uh, Tintin's uh, best, best friend is a lot of friends, uh, is a little dog named Snowy. Yeah. And this little, uh, like a Westie or Yorkie. Not a Yorkie. No, I think it's a Westie. Uh, But Snowy, he and Snowy always end up in the middle of these adventures and uncover these huge, you know, like smuggling rings or something (laughs) like that. And they're always like amazing international (laughs) adventures. And
0: Snowy plays a key role, huge role in
1: Tintin. But there
0: wouldn't be busting up any kind of rings or mysteries without Snowy. No, yeah. So you were reading that. I was reading that. What else?
1: I was reading lots of, you know, Henry Huggins chapter books, Wayside School is Falling Down, Uh, Um, just like really funny kids' books I read a lot of. Um, And uh, Choose Your Own Adventures was a really really big thing for me and my friends. Um, We we tried to read them thinking like, oh, we got to read them in order, thinking that, you know, because they're a series, you have to read them in order, but then quickly realized that they have nothing to do with the next one, so because <laughs> right. you choose your own adventure. So, right. uh, but yeah, those were really fun for us. Uh, and then um, a big thing for me when I was a kid was they started releasing um, collections of comic strips. So like Garfield had his own book, uh, right. and then Calvin and Hobbes right. That's right. had the collections. Yeah. So every year there would be a new Calvin Hobbes collection and that was like the most treasured possession in our house was, you know, we'd have to for a while we only had the, you know, one or two and there's three brothers. So there was always a waiting list. Uh, but then eventually they come out every year and we were able to, you know, share them and just read them.
0: Did you think that that's when you wanted to be, when you knew you wanted to be a cartoonist, you figured that's, that's what you would do.
1: That was, yeah, that was my goal was to be Bill Watterson basically. Yeah. Um, and Calvin and Hobbes guy, Calvin and Hobbes guy. Yeah. And, uh, I did, uh, I had a comic strip in the local paper when I was in high school, so wow. I, got to, I got to, but the, Calvin and Hobbes came out every day, and the local paper came out once a week, so I had a little less hectic deadline schedule. Yeah. Uh,
0: I'm curious about how whatever you were reading as a kid has kind of, you know, worked yeah. its way into the way you think of the drawing and the plots that you're developing. Can we draw a line between... I mean,
1: Tintin, I still look at Tintin for um, just examples for laying out um, action scenes and and pages. Like um, Hergé, the artist who did Tintin, is just a master uh, at being able to just places, characters, and word bubbles around the page that your eye just moves seamlessly, yeah. you know. And they're huge pages. They're, like, tabloid size, so, like, 11 by 17 pages. Wow. And you just, you know, start at the top left corner and work your way to the bottom right. And But the way, if you actually, like, f- you know, follow it with a, draw a line through the characters and the word bubbles, there's this beautiful, like, flow through everything that just kind of guides your eye through the page that um, I've used that for my own pages when I do layouts to this day, um, kind of like a using his as a, there's like a golden ratio template that I do. And I've also used it in teaching. I've gotten to teach a few, uh, you know, how to draw a graphic novel classes. And this yeah. is something that I take to heart.
0: So th- this is what I was curious about. If you look at one of your pages and it's got a lot of, a lot of detail on it, I am curious about I know you're drawing this to make sure that we see it in a kind of order, right? That it's you can open the book and look at the look at the drawings and pretty much know immediately again, kind of what the personalities of the cats are, the the way they're moving, some of the Expressions on their faces
1: yeah that's for me that 's the most exciting part about graphic novels is it's not it 's not just what the characters are saying but it's also the acting that the characters are doing, and that you're your your brain is doing so much more when you read a graphic novel because you look at the character like their pancake is smiling and her eyes are like these little yeah, rainbow let's, shapes. Let's
0: describe. Uh, so I've got the book open to the middle, and they're they're kind of pretending like they're at mission control. Yeah,
1: right. Okay. They're just about to launch a rocket.
0: All right. So describe kind of what you did with this.
1: So uh, so we can see like. Pancake is climbing through the window into the rocket, and she has one hand up on the window and then your eye kind of follows that hand down and looks at her smiling face inside this cardboard space helmet and then this is when your brain's like oh she 's smiling she 's excited, and then you follow her other arm down to where Waffles is poking a button, <laughs> and then you're like oh he's he's uh he's pushing a button on a speaker, and then you see his face, and he is the biggest smile that a, a square-headed <laughs> cat could have with a big old cat tongue in right. there, and yeah. you're like, oh, he is very excited. They're very excited for what's going to happen. So it's all just about, like, it's not only just, like, where your eye is, is uh, you know, looking at where the bubbles are on the page, but right. using these characters, like, Pancake's arm to guide you to Waffle's finger. Yeah to then see Waffles's excited face. Yeah. And you then, know,
0: I, I would know what was going on even if there weren't word bubbles yes. in
1: there. Is
0: and that the idea?
1: D- definitely the idea. And one of the amazing things about graphic novels, like my kids started reading graphic novels when they were three, and they could not read them, the words, but they could visually understand everything. And so they could, like, I love reading graphic novels out loud with my kids because not, you know, I'm reading the word bubbles to them, but they're getting so much out of visually seeing this, this story played out step by step, panel by panel. Um, and there, there are, you know, like take a picture book and then explode that out to include all the steps in between those, like those key scenes in a picture book. Because, in a picture book, you can have a frightened character on one page and then turn the page, and then they're extremely happy. Right. But with a graphic novel, you get to see all those emotions in between you know, being frightened and how you overcome your fear and then how you eventually be, you know, become happy. And that graphic novel just gives you that room to play with those mm. visuals.
0: You know, I wanted to ask you about color. And I remember when we've talked before, we talked about this. I, I know this is all deliberate. Mm-hmm. The And it sort of doesn't make sense, but it's very bright and vivid. Yes. So how do you think about
1: so, then this is, again, this is a prequel to Castronauts. So, Castronauts, this series, is done with, like, a, a very limited color palette, and it's all based off of... Uh, like a vintage palette from the late 70s. So I have like avocado greens and these like orange creams and um, things like that. So when we started the Waffles and Pancakes series, because it's younger, it's kittens, I took that same palette and then I just played with brightening up those Mm. same shades.
0: I mean, there's still avocado in here and there's still some oranges and stuff, but you...
1: Yeah, but but it's all saturated and, right. and brightened up, yeah. yeah. So that it still feels like it's part of the world of the Castronauts, but then has that same fun and, and brilliance that you were talking about.
0: I mean, the other thing that I'm intrigued with before I ask you to read from the book is the way you, um, the way you draw movement, which I would think is not easy. I mean, if you look at the way... Art has progressed over the centuries. You see that initially people drew very, you know, straight, stiff sculptures. Sculptors did that. Yeah. Artists did that. Yeah. Movement is hard. I think we take it for granted. So I'm, I'm interested in how you think about it.
1: Uh, I mean, it goes back to um, when I was saying earlier that I draw a potato and I add these noodle arms to it. Um, like I, I really love playing with, especially if they're running or they're jumping or doing anything, you can play with these kind of like noodly appendages on these kittens and really kind of, uh, just kind of like over the top show this, this movement, uh, to them. And there's a lot of like, uh, you know, cartoons, like, um, you know, like looney Tunesy stuff in that and mm. in, in uh and showing that movement um you but know. even
0: like in this panel um which which cat is that waffles waffles has you know paws out and kind of curved the claws are curved a little bit, I guess, or, yeah, yeah, the tail is.
1: Oh, that's the fun part. Up, yeah. I always and this is this happens to me a lot. Is I'll have a page finished and I'll be like, I forgot the tails, and because the tails are so important to a cat yeah. because they provide so much oh. balance. Oh my gosh, yeah. And and for that picture too, like I have to have that mindset about like, okay, if you know you're not just standing on a ladder, you're standing on a ladder with a tail, so you can actually. Change the shape of how, you know, Waffles can be a little more leaned over because he's got right. this whole tail acting as a counterbalance.
0: Yeah, I mean, the tail, tails tell a lot about what a cat is thinking. Yeah. Don't they?
1: Yeah. There are little periscopes. That's what I'm thinking of because you can kind of use them to like, yeah. yeah.
0: That's really cute. Okay, would you read from I the book? I would love to. And maybe you'll describe where we are in the story. Sure. Okay.
1: Okay, we are starting with chapter two of Waffles and Pancake Failure to Lunch. So the kittens, to catch you up with what's happening in the story, the kittens just got back from a space shuttle launch that was canceled. And they arrive at their grandma or gramps and grammar's house that they're staying at. So the door opens to the house and gramps and grammars come carrying in their coolers and their chairs. Waffles and pancake take center stage. And uh, Pancake, with her hands up, says, what are we going to do now? Waffles holds his stomach, and he looks down as it rumbles and says, I'm hungry. And then out from uh, the doorway near them, their mom cat pops out, and she says, hi, hungry. I'm mom cat. (laughs) They sit down on the couch, and Pancake... Says to her mom cat, mom cat, the launch was going to be the coolest thing ever. And Waffles interjects, cooler than an ice cream shop in Antarctica. (laughs) And then mom cat reminds them the launch wasn't canceled. It's delayed. Mom cat says, we just need to be patient. Space is the most dangerous place a cat can go. And Pancake, very assured of herself, says, If I were on that shuttle, I would want to make sure it was 100% safe. And then Mom Cat ruffles their fur and says, You two are smart kittens. You'll think of something to do while we wait. So Pancake starts thinking right away. She says, She's right, Waffles. It is dangerous to go to space. And she continues, You have to be brave, adventurous, and a quick thinker waffles ponders this and says i'm brave i love adventure and i just had a thought and pancake is so excited she says possum and waffles says let's go to space but then this thought is interrupted because their tummies go and pancake wonders should we get a snack first and Pan- or Waffles wonders that. Well, Pancake zooms off and says, space waits for no cat. And Panca- or Waffles says, wait up. Some cats have little legs. So they start rummaging through the drawers of the Gramps and grammar's house and says, we need building supplies. And Waffles goes over the table and says, grab what you can. And they grab tape, yarn, paint, and cardboard. And Pancake is carrying so much stuff that you can't even see her except for her ears, and Waffles gets really concerned, and he says, Pancake, did you turn invisible? And Pancake says, lend me a paw and help. So the kittens run off, each carrying an armload of supplies, and said, let's build a rocket. And you get this big page spread of a big cloud of Pancake and Waffles saying build, 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 tape, 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 glue, 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 cut, 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 build, 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 build. And finally, they're finished. <laughs> they look at their finished product. Pancake is pleased, and she says, not a bad job. And Waffles says, it's just missing one thing. It needs a name. He takes a, a jar of paint and paints a name on the side. And Pancake's not sure about this name. She kind of cocks an eyebrow and says, that's what you named our rocket? Now you see the whole rocket made out of cardboard, and then in big blue paint on the sides it says, Fluffles! (laughs) And Waffles says, it's the friendly light, utility, frequent flying launch experimental shuttle. Fluffles! (laughs) Pancake says, well, next stop! And Waffles says, Outer Space! (laughs) Okay. So next chapter. You can't stop
0: now, Drew. Keep
1: going. Here we go. Uh, next chapter. Waffles immediately climbs into the rocket ship and says, Prepare for launch. And Pancake is very concerned. She says, Waffles, Waffles, wait. And Waffles says, Why? And Pancake says, We need helmets. And Waffles then remembers, Oh yeah, we need helmets to breathe in space. But pancake has got it covered she says don't worry brother and she pulls out these two cardboard boxes with holes cut in the side and little catsup logos that's the nasa for cats is cats uh <laughs> drawn on the side and she says i made some and waffles gives pancake the biggest bear hug ever that makes her eyeballs pop out of her head and he says you're the best pancake and Pancake says, too, too, too tight, you're squishing me. <laughs> so the two kittens climb into the rocket, and Waffles pushes a button for a uh, drawn-on intercom, drawn on the side of the cardboard rocket. And he says, ground control, the major tomcat, ready for liftoff. And Pancake says, T-minus, five, four, three, two, one. And Waffles hits a big button, says, Go. And he says, lift off! And the rocket just sits there. (laughs) And the cats look very awkward inside. And then Waffles pokes his head out. Pancake climbs out. Waffles says, it's not going. And then Waffles gets a little grumpy. He says, why isn't it working? And Pancake reminds him, puts a hand on his, or paw on his shoulder and says, it's just a pretend rocket, Waffles. Waffles. Waffles realizes this, and he says, "I know Fluffles looks so much like a real rocket, though, that, that I thought it would actually fly." And then conveniently, Gramps enters the room and says, "You kittens having some rocket trouble." And uh, Waffles says, "Yeah, Gramps, our rocket won't launch." And Gramps takes a look at this cardboard contraption that they built and says, "Looks like you built a good rocket." "'But remember, not everything works on the first try.' "'He tapes up a piece of blank paper to the wall and says, "'Even the space shuttle that's launching today had many prototypes.' "'What's a prototype?' asks Waffles. "'It sounds like a robot,' says Pancake.' I am a prototype. Take me to your leader. (laughs) here Pancake is doing like little robot moves. And Gramps turns around with a pencil in hand and says, It's not a robot. It's a model of something that isn't finished. Before they build a space shuttle, scientists test a prototype to make sure everything works. Then they use what they learn to make a space shuttle better. And while he's doing this, he's drawing different designs for different space shuttles and crossing them out when they're the wrong one. He finally draws the right space shuttle. And so Waffles says, So if we made another rocket, will it fly? Well, Waffles, first let's figure out why this rocket doesn't work, says Gramps. And Waffles and Pancake both have the same idea at the exact same time. They say, There are no engines! And Gramps is very proud of them and says, "Good work, kittens. That's a great place to start." Pancake comes over to her Gramps and says, "Gramps, how do you build a rocket engine?" And Gramps says, "I don't know, but your grammers does." So, next chapter, the kittens enter into the kitchen where Grammers is busy with a mortar and pestle making something. Uh, and Pancake says, Hey, Grammers, Gramps says you can make a rocket engine. And Grammers says, Oh, your Gramps knows me better than the sound of a tuna can being opened. <laughs> if we're making a rocket, we'll need some supplies. And she opens up a drawer in the kitchen and pulls out a soda bottle, some tape, three pencils, a roll of paper towel, <laughs> a cork, baking soda, and vinegar. And the three cats then head outside with all their bundles of equipment. And Grammars says, let's build a rocket prototype. And then you turn the page, and there is a big scene of Waffles taping, Pancake looking at the pencil, and Grammars popping the cork into the soda bottle. And you hear, pour, 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 tape, 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 build, 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 pop, pop, pop. And then they say, Finished. Not too shabby, kittens, says Grammers, with all the cats with proud smiles on their faces. And Waffles pulls out a green crayon and says, it just needs a name. (laughs) And he writes on the side of the soda bottle, Fluffles, too. (laughs) And Pancake buries her face and says, oh, brother. Now, the soda bottle has been turned upside down, and the pencils are taped to the side of the soda bottle so it stands on a tripod. And the cork's in the bottom. And Grammers pops the cork off the bottle and says, let's make some rocket fuel. Pancake pours in the vinegar with Grammers uh, guiding her. And then Grammers says, make a baking soda pouch to slip into the bottle. So Waffles pours baking soda into a paper towel, folds it up and pops it into the bottle. And then Grammers says, close it up and set the rocket back on the launch pad. They pop the cork in. And they shake it up. And they put it on the launch pad. And Grammar says, blast off! And the rocket goes... <laughs> shoo, 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 splat! Onto the ground. <laughs> but it only goes like maybe 10 feet in the air. The kittens weren't really impressed with that. They said, can we try that again? And Grammar says, of course. So they do another blast off. <laughs> Thud! And then Pancake is... Really confused, she says, shouldn't rockets go up? And Waffles sticks his tongue out and says, ours goes everywhere but up. <laughs> and then Grammers says, remember, kittens, these are just tests. We're learning as we go. Maybe it needs a bigger liftoff and more rocket fuel. So the two kittens get together and they try it again. And immediately their rocket just buries a hole into the ground. Pancake is embarrassed, and she says, "Good grief!" So they try it again, and it does so many spirals. <laughs> bonk! And then Pancake says, "Boo!" So they try it again, and this time it only flies in right angles, and the rocket goes <laughs> beep, 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 bonk. And Waffles is really mad, and he says, "You gotta be kidding me!" And they try it one more time, and the rocket just falls over and says, "Plop." And they both say, that's it, I quit. And then Waffles kicks, oh, this is the next chapter. Waffles kicks the rocket and says, I don't get it. And Pancake says, it fails every time. And they're very grumpy looking. And Grammers comes over and says, sounds like you kittens have hit a wall. And Pancake says, there aren't any walls, Grammers, because they're outside. There's no walls outside. So grammars that's a visual joke. Uh, so grammar says, <laughs> no, I mean, you've been working so hard that you can't think anymore. It's time to take a break. So they come inside to the kitchen where Gramps has been hard at work making a platter of tuna sandwiches and has an apron that says, smooch the chef on. And Gramps says, I made your favorite kittens. And the kittens go, tuna. Sandwiches, and then they eat them with the craziest eyeballs and the biggest mouths. are just cramming tuna sandwiches <laughs> down their little kitten throats and going nom 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 <laughs> And there's food flying, and Gramps is covering, and Grandma's has her hands up over her face so that she doesn't get hit by the the tuna slop. And they say, "Slow down, kittens! Remember to chew." And w- Waffles has crisscrossed eyeballs while he's trying to cram a sandwich <laughs> down his throat. And, <laughs> and Pancake says, I guess we're hungrier than we thought. And grammar says, it's hard to think on an empty stomach. And at this point, Pancake decides to have a business lunch where she turns to Waffles and says, Waffles, what if we're putting too much fuel into the rocket? And Waffles thinks on this. Maybe more fuel doesn't meet a bigger launch. And Pancake elaborates, a lighter rocket would be easier to get off the ground. We won't know until we try it. And Pancake says, prepare for launch. And Momcat comes into the room, but the kittens run by. Whoosh! And she says, hey, kittens, whoa. And then Gramp says, kittens, you forgot to put away the plates. So the kittens whoosh back, and then they whoosh back outside, and Gramps says, thank you. Meanwhile, outside, the two kittens are ready to try this again. Pancake says, okay, Fluffles too, this one is for all the minnows. And Waffles says, Pancake, are you talking to the rocket? And the kittens count down, five, four, three, two, one, and the rocket goes up in the air and it flies way over the roof of the house and the kittens are so excited that they do a spinning twirly dance and Grammers looks on and says, great work kittens, I knew you could do it. And Gramps comes out and says, Guess what? The shuttle launches back on. And Mom Cat rubs their fur and says, We're heading over to the launch pad now. And the cats are so happy, the kittens say, Yes, and wahoo! (laughs) And then in the next chapter, well, you'll just have to read the book. That's right. You've got to
0: get the book. Well done, Drew. Well done. Okay, you brought a guest, and I, I don't want to forget. Yes. Okay. I, I brought a guest.
1: And um, he's. Wait, come on. Wake up. Wake up. Are you awake? Yeah. Yeah, I'm awake. I'm awake. So, Carrie, I brought with me an actual catstronaut. This is catstronaut Waffles. And Waffles, you were sleeping behind the table. What was going on there? Oh, I was. Uh, oh, wait. Hi, Carrie. <laughs> I was, uh, hey
0: waffles,
1: you're I was, cute. Oh, thank you. Um, I have no clue what kind of a cat I am. I'm just a stripey cat. Okay. Uh, but I was just taking a little cat nap back there. I hope that was okay. I
0: saw you all curled up. You that's, looked
1: happy. That's me. I, lo- I I take a lot of naps because uh, being a castronaut is kind of like being a firefighter. You never know when there's going to be an emergency in space that only you can solve. Right. So I'll uh, you know sleep when you can
0: what 's that around your neck on your on your little oh, tummy?
1: yeah, so i 'm wearing my flight suit right now. Uh, well, this is our, our launch suit, and uh, this is I have this little computer but i can 't really reach the buttons because my arms are too <laughs> stubby, but I have a computer on my suit that controls when we 're in space. It controls uh, all the oxygen and the heat and the cooling, and also it controls my snacks. So it's a very important piece of equipment. Yeah,
0: you're not kidding. You think anybody in the audience has a question for... <gasps> yeah, just yell it out. Go ahead. Your other arm.
1: Oh, the yeah, well, let <laughs> me try that. Let me try pressing the button with my left arm. Yeah. Oh, I pushed one. Yeah. It's broken. Nope. <laughs> Oh, it's my snack button, but there's no snacks left. <laughs> I ate them all. Oh, bummer. I
0: thought there was a question right back there. Go ahead, yell it out. What's your favorite
1: food? What's my favorite food? Well, um, I uh, I love tuna fish. And I I love it so much. I eat it every day. Oh, so I'll, I'll eat that too. Have you ever put olives in your tuna salad? Like tuna, right mayo, Ew. a little oregano, olives. some pepper, some green olives, spread it on some toast. Ew. Oh, it's so good. <laughs> it's so good. I love it.
0: Somebody else have a right over there. How many times have you gone to space? How many times have you gone to space? How many times have,
1: you gone many times have I gone to space? Well, okay, so let's count it out. Well, Drew, will you help me count it out? Yeah, oh, waffles, I will help you count it out. Okay, so we went to the moon. One. We went to Mars by accident. No, that was on purpose. Oh, yeah, we went to Mars on purpose, but we crash-landed by accident. (laughs) So that's two waffles. Okay. And then I went to the space station, uh, and I almost got uh, stranded in space. That's three. Okay. And then we, uh, we did a sneaky mission to the moon of Jupiter to help out my buddy Blanket. So that's four waffles. Okay. And then in the fifth one... The fifth time I went to space, we went back to the space station. Okay, five. And then the uh, <laughs> last time I went to space, I was there helping out, uh, testing out a space hotel. For um, for like a, a, a third party, what are they? A private a private space company. Yeah, a private space company. I was testing out a space hotel for a private <laughs> space company. So that would be six times you've been to space. Six times. Wow. Yeah, six times.
0: Testing out a space hotel. That's pretty wild.
1: That was a yeah. uh, lots of
0: good cat naps up there in the space hotel. Lots of good cat naps okay. in the space hotel. All right. We have another question over there. Read
1: to my children every night as they grow. And I have veered away from um, graphic novels just because I didn't grow up with them. But listening to you read your graphic novel give you a know, whole different sort of experience of how to do it because you don't you weren't just reading. Mm-hmm. You were adding a lot more detail. Is that how you also read to your children to you read graphic novels? Yeah, when we read graphics together, uh, a lot of it is helping describe the the panel or um, one thing that I love is like when when you know, especially like when those cats have their awkward expressions you can ask those questions like, what, "What is that cat feeling?" Then, and it's it's a way more a way more it's a more interactive experience with your readers, um, and they will. They might they might say something that you didn't even you know see on the page or or something like that, um, which is why I throw in all those little background little things of like cats playing Mario on a computer, or uh, in one of the books, if a cat is like typing. Typing out, but all the computer reads is meow 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 meow. But you know, just little things like that. But yeah, I I find when you read graphics out loud, doing character voices is key, and then also just giving like little brief descriptions on what what's happening. And even if they're if they're following along with you, I keep a finger to show which panel I'm at too, so they can kind of see how you move through the page.
0: Other questions? Is that your daughter that has a question?
1: I think her name Good. is Marcy.
0: Marcy? Apples, what do you like to eat with your tuna? Oh, what do you like to eat with your tuna?
1: Oh, um, well, uh, well, it depends on how you cook it. So, uh, if we go back to my tuna salad with olives, uh, the thing I love to eat that with is I make a little toast, and then I serve a little avocado on the side, and I always finish off my meals with a ginormous glass of ice-cold milk.
0: (laughs) She looks like she likes that. Yeah. Any other question? Yes, right over there.
1: Are you the one drawing the pictures, or is pancakes?
0: What a good question. Are you the one drawing the pictures or is Pancake?
1: Oh, well, we both like to draw, so we actually share the ability. And uh, when you work on comics, you have to draw the same. You don't just draw a page once. You have to draw it a few times. Right, Drew? That's right. There's a, a long process to drawing comics. So uh, when I am drawing with uh, Pancake, I'll like, draw the page in pencil and then she'll draw the page in uh, marker or ink right on top of my pencils and kind of finish the artwork. And um, do you switch off then? Yeah, yeah. Halfway through the book, we switch off, so the book kind of looks, you know, like like one cat drew it. It's like the emerging uh, of styles. If you want to get technical about it, well, let's get technical about it, waffles.
0: So the answer to that was was they. Uh, I think I, think I think, missed right, it.
1: You, both draw the books. Oh, okay. Waffles pencils right. it and Pancake inks it and then sometimes they swap jobs.
0: We have a we have another question over there. What time was your favorite like...
1: What which, which trip was
0: your favorite? Oh, uh, which was Whoa. your
1: favorite trip into space? Waffles, this is a a big question for you. Mars. <laughs> <laughs> well, you didn't even have to hesitate. No, Mars was the coolest thing, but you crash-landed on Mars. I know. Imagine if you could crash-land safely on Mars. Would you do it? I would do it. I would crash-land safely on Mars. Wait a minute,
0: you would or you would, would? I mean,
1: I would, for sure. What
0: if you couldn't get back? Oh. What if you were stuck there? Um. That could happen.
1: My wife is in the Uh, audience. My family's in the audience. This is this might be too truthful. She might be cool with this or not. She does. that's a hard question. Yeah, that changed. I don't know. I'd have to have a return ticket. Uh, Uh, Ah, okay. But I, I, I love that one where I. uh, So, like for me, the coolest thing about that was that. I mean, besides the fact that like at any moment we could lose all of our nine lives and be stranded in space forever or be mm. stranded on mars, but but it was cool to like all of a sudden it forced us to work with four other or three other teams that we've never met before, so it, it really really made a lot of friends really fast and, uh, and it was just it was very exciting.:
0: I see another hand up right back there. Yes? Yeah.
1: Do, do I or does Waffles? Waffles. Waffles, do you remember Catstrobot and The World's Best Scientist? Yeah, uh, Catstrobot is the robot helper that my buddy Blanket made. And The World's Best Scientist is kind of my boss. He is in charge of all the science at CatsUp. So uh, he really is the world's best scientist. Oh, that's cool.
0: Another question is Do you really have
1: nine lives? <laughs> what a good question. Do you really have nine lives, waffles? Yep. <laughs> oh, <Uh-oh. laughs> waffles! Which uh, which oh life gosh. are you on? I'm on uh, num- number one. Oh, he's still on his first life. So, so he could crash
0: land in Mars and be fine if he lost a I couple. I could crash land yeah. at least
1: eight more times. Yeah.
0: Boy, Waffles, you are, I'll interview you anytime. <laughs> oh, you are so great, impressive.
1: I have a great story about that time Pancake and I entered a tuna eating contest. Yeah. But I don't know if I can. Uh... You can tell it. Okay. One time we entered a tuna eating contest.
0: And what happened?
1: That, that was it. <laughs> Waffles, that was a terrible story. Well, I didn't say it was a good story, I just said <laughs> I had a story Okay, sorry Carrie
0: Waffles, thanks for making a guest appearance Oh, I'm, I'm happy You're to be here You're a star this was,
1: oh, you, you are possum, that's cat for awesome <laughs> so.
0: Thanks for all the great questions
1: everybody say Catstronauts, hey the Catstronauts, doing things that cats cannot, 10, 9, 8, 7, 6, 5, 4, 3, 2, 1...